0: good morning and happy tempo tuesday hey it's mike on the mic from fresh junkie racing welcome to february it's been a very very busy 10 days for fresh junkie racing as we kicked off carnival season with the baton rouge general mardi gras mambo presented by core power raising canes and uh included the baton rouge clinic finish fest carnival it's a great race had some uh, sketchy pre-race weather. Look like we might get some rain. In fact, when we got out there on Saturday morning, it was raining. Um, but it did clear in time for runners to start showing up. And then by the time we yelled go, the skies really started to clear. And by the time they were out there on the 10K, 15K course, it turned out to be a gorgeous day. So great uh, post-race festivities at the Baton Rouge Clinic Finish Fest Carnival. And then we wrapped everything up. Uh, Attempts actually dropped, which led to some faster times. Saw some uh, impressive finish times on the men's and women's side. And, uh, of course, it was great to see all of the first-timers, kids, and people that were getting into the action with the One Mile Fun Run presented by Raising Cane's. So that wrapped up our Saturday. And then just a few days later, uh, myself and Haley and Caroline, marketing team, Headed down to Orlando for the Running USA national conference. It was a fantastic conference. Um, lots of great sessions. This was the girls first time going and they gained a lot out of it. They saw some, uh, some really interesting speakers, got to uh, interact with a lot of colleagues, but uh, we started off on Wednesday. It was at uh, Disney's Coronado Springs resort and convention center. And we had the run sign up road show. So Bob Dickel from Run Sign-Up presented what was most uh, recent additions to our registration platform, which all of our runners interact with on a regular basis when they're signing up for a Fresh Junkie Racing event. Uh, then worked through kind of the staff, each person uh, on the team presenting some of the things that they had just released, as well as some of the new things that they're going to be releasing in Q1 and later on into 2024 which should make for an even better registration and then all the way through race day experience for our runners and walkers who participated in our events. So that was really cool. Had an opening reception on Wednesday evening, grabbed some grub and then hit the hay. Uh, On Thursday, rolled right into the general session and some seminars, uh, breakout sessions. So we kind of split up the team and went to some different ones. But one that we were very eager to see was um, Phil Demontle from Boulder who has just been announced as the CEO of Brooksy. Uh, Congratulations, Phil. He gave a really engaging talk about marketing and probably was one of the best sessions in the entire conference. Really broke down uh, how they doubled their numbers um, year over year and Uh, They're only a few years old and have grown to almost 7,000, or maybe I'm mistaken, it might be a little over 7,000 in a few years. And how they started the permitting process, 2017, and then it uh, got hit by the pandemic and still managed to survive and thrive. Um, Some really tactical things about how they uh, look at customer acquisition, how they recruit runners. Um how they tweak things to optimize and really get the message for the event in front of the right audience so i gained a lot out of that i know the girls gained a lot out of that um phil great job buddy very pleasure to meet you and look forward to working with you and collaborating more in the future um interestingly enough brooksy is the only other organization in uh america that had two events two marathons that won their states in the Race Raves uh, Best Marathons of 2023. So Brooksy and Fresh Junkie Racing were the only two, um, and something we are very proud of with the Louisiana Marathon and Mississippi Gulf Coast Marathon. Uh, We also intended a session with my friend Meg Treat from Treat PR, and she gave some very uh, practical information on working with the media, generating human interest stories, and things that hopefully we will be implementing a lot more moving into uh, 2024 and 2025. It's kind of crazy to be saying that, considering that it is only February, beginning February of 2024, um, and we're already looking at stuff for 2025 and beyond. But uh, value to plan is planning to fail. And so we put uh, put all the work in starting very early to deliver an exceptional experience memorable experience for our runners across the board. I uh, saw some other really good sessions um, and got a chance, as I said, to network with some colleagues from around the country. Uh, Chris McDonald from Go Race Productions, uh, Malaine McCormick from Run Nash uh, and their events that they do um, in Nashville, and Charleston, and well, Chris was all over the country, time and events. So it's great to collaborate with those uh, folks, have dinner with them, chit-chat with them. And then uh, to wrap up the conference, um, yours truly, Mike Watney, was on a panel discussion about use of artificial intelligence in marketing for events. So I sat on the board with Tina Wilmot, I sat on the panel, excuse me, Tina Wilmot from uh, Endurance Sportswire. And Andy Wallace, VP over at BibRave. and we got some really great feedback. So I'm I'm glad that we were able to have that session and and deliver it. I was kind of under the impression that maybe initially I was going to be in a breakout or a smaller room, and in fact, we were on the main stage and we closed out the conference, uh, which was really cool and should lead to some, you know, future collaborations, conversations um, across the country. Uh, so very honored and privileged to have that opportunity. Uh, then we wrap things up on Friday night, um, dinner with some friends and then Saturday morning, um, headed to Orlando and the U S Olympic trials for the marathon. So running USA and road running club of America had a viewing area for its members, which was about 150 yards from the finish line and they passed us at that spot four different times. So the men went off at 10, 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Women went off, I believe it was about eight minutes later, 10, 18, and they did a small, like a two mile loop to get started and passed us there. And then they did three more loops of eight miles. So we got to see them uh, a bunch of times as they passed by us. Uh, gave me the opportunity to shoot some cool video and do some Instagram reels, updating the leaderboards. Uh, the tracking was spot on, and it was a very exciting race. Now, I will say, the temps did start to climb um, once the gun went off, and it became uh, a challenge for a lot of the athletes, um, which was interesting to see the dynamics of it unfold, um, but we going into the trials, the U.S. men had or U.S. men period had run a had run two a standards. And so in order to have the, the full allotted three spots on the Olympic team, you have to have had at least three men, three U.S. men run the Olympic A qualifying time. On the women's side, there was a number of women who had already run it. So they already had three spots up for. Uh, up for for competition, um, and the women's race, uh, Fiona in her first marathon ever, so she qualified running a 107 at a half marathon, which is just flying. She led the pack for most of the way, and then on the last lap uh, out there on the course, made her move and ran away with it. Uh, It was a very impressive performance, and again, it was her first marathon that she's ever run. So her marathon debut, and she wins the Olympic trials, and if I'm not mistaken, set a, a Olympic trials women's record. So fastest Olympic trials ever, um, and it was a it was a talented field. Uh, Des was in it, Sarah Hall. Uh, so they had some really strong runners, um, and. You know, as I said, the owner ran away with it. On the men's side, really came down to uh, two guys running it into the finish chute, and they uh, they finished almost hand in hand, but uh, very proud of each other, congratulating each other on the on that third spot. We do need to see another man run, another U.S. man run an Olympic A qualifying time so that we can send three uh, US men to Paris. As of right now, we can only two, uh, send two in order to get the third guy in. Gotta run an A qualifying standard before uh, sometime in May. So all in all, it was a, an awesome experience. Um, the Hoka Fly Lab was right across the street on a corner from us. And so we went over there and visited with some friends. Um, saw my dear friend, Midge Good, who I've been known for well over 20 years. She works for Hoka and got to see her, got to see the new shoes, um, the new racing shoes, uh, Cielo, I think is how you pronounce it. My apologies if I'm mispronouncing that, but the, they were pretty pretty awesome to look at. If I was a fast runner, I would definitely be lacing those up to Chase a APR. Um, but uh, got to go check those out if you're into uh, – If you're aiming for a PR, maybe a BQ, um, they look like a very impressive uh, shoe that you want to check out. So, all in all, a fantastic week. We have a weekend off this coming weekend for Mardi Gras. And then uh, the following weekend, or following week, we'll be headed over to Auburn for the War Eagle Run Fest, finishing on the 50-yard line of Jordan-Hare Stadium. Um, happy to be back on the 50-yard line finishing there, and it will be another record crowd. So we've grown each year with that event um, and look to continue to do so. So next week we'll have a preview of the War Eagle Run Fest. And in the meantime, get out there, log some miles, and enjoy your run. See you real soon. Bye-bye.